Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup. In today's episode, we have Julie taking us on another great topic, talking about what metrics matter in PPC in 2022. Another great topic because, yeah, our life is all about metrics, whether you work in paid search or SEO, or email marketing or display, programmatic, social, all this other stuff. You know, they are always going to be talking about clicks, CTR, return on ad spend, ROAS, and these days, up score google help me but yeah so we're going to be talking what are really the ones that things have evolved over time as to what has been considered important at the beginning was definitely about traffic because there was not much competition so it's just about how much clicks but now it's all about the quality but then quality score might not be the way you want to go anyway we talk about what metrics you should be focusing on and what clients focus on that might not be as important as we should be and unapologetically, I'm going to do a bit of a unashamed plug about PPC Live UK. One of the speakers is going to be talking about what it really means to be data driven and what clients think are the right metrics is actually different from what the agency that is doing their advertising things are the, you know, right metrics to focus on. And that there, there, there can be disparity between that. So yeah, go to bit.ly forward slash PPC Live UK SEPT 22 to to get tickets for that and hear more about how to make sure you're in line with what the metrics are to be should be focused on and actually matches with business needs but anyway today we're going to be talking about metrics that matter in ppc in 2022 hope you enjoy Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast, that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions and even if you do then like follow share and retweet and that's right twitter with my handle the marketing anu or join us on our linkedin group on linkedin which is called the ppc chat roundup podcast or if you're on instagram why don't you check us out at ppc chat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from previous episodes so we have julie again taking us on the helm expertly on this topic of what metrics matter in ppc in 2022 but of course as always she goes how is everyone doing i was busy having a lovely chat with my dad earlier on so i kind of missed the beginning of this and by halfway through 5 30 my time yeah I already had another meeting starting so I only could lurk for a little bit but I did see some great answers offered as well I also love that this morning there had been chatter on Twitter about my favorite guy who tweeted was when he was like is it August still and I did have that feeling I was like We've done bank holiday weekend here, which is like Labor Day in the UK, where you get the Monday off, get a long weekend. And uh, what you call it, I'm like, oh God, we're back into Tuesdays and August is still here. I need September to start. 
And yeah, another fun tweet that I had was, what is your version of WTF? Because one lady was put up a text. She put up a text about going to her mom that, oh yeah, I passed some things. Like she she was celebrating something. And the mom was was like, WTF, I'm so proud. And uh, so the daughter was like, mom, what do you think WTF means? And she goes, wow, that's fantastic. So what's your version of WTF? Wrong answers only. And I got some very interesting replies. Go on my profile if you want to see them. But for you, what does WTF mean? Anyway, we also get some very interesting replies. Julie goes, she's doing okay. Kido went back to back to in-person school yesterday after two years of virtual wow so loads of feels that's like you know dropping your kid off for a first day for school for the first time ever um if you've not done it in two years i imagine it feels like julia vice joins us saying good morning as well we've got dominic kent as well and fraser andrews from impression one of my favorite people ashton clark as well and Dwayne brown lawrence chase kirk williams as well joins us digital sam i am joins as well steve hammer we have joined us, so several experts get on the conversation today, which is really great. Before we do get into the questions, Julie's PSA especially is this chat is intended for PPC professionals of all levels. If you have anything you want to share, please do. We are a friendly and supportive community. Please don't be afraid to participate. Lurkers of the podcast or listeners of the podcast even are always welcome too. I was a bit of a lurker today, so I'm loving to do this recap. Anyway, let's get into our questions. Julie first goes, we haven't done a chat about metrics in quite a while. So yeah, what are the metrics that you think are most important in managing and evaluating PPC in 2022? Kirk kicks us off going, I think as privacy changes make actual path attribution even more difficult, attribution has arguably always been difficult. Engagement metrics will increase in importance. It's just going to be harder to get accurate conversion metrics, even modeled. Julie replies, yes, the whole concept of a conversion as we have known it is absolutely changing. Kirk goes, yes, I don't even know what I think about that. Maybe there is an aspect to that, which is a good thing. So we don't overvalue what we think the conversion data is telling us. Regardless, the first step is for us to realize is definitely changing. Lawrence goes, I sometimes feel like a broken record on this, but it is moving back to where it used to be in many ways. There are creative ways to track offers, creative that old school marketers used for years and they will become popular again. Yeah, Dilly goes tracking phone numbers, unique offer codes, separate unique landing pages. And Lawrence goes, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is how it's done. Even with zero cookie data, we can see how well things run if they, we set them up the right way. It's all about setting them up the right way. Absolutely. Corey Henke responds to question one saying every metric has value, but there are certain metrics more important some advertisers to some advertisers versus others. I enjoy looking at metrics such as CPS, cost per session, CPNU, cost per new user to the website, RPU, revenue per user, revenue per new user as well, RPNU. Derek goes, should try adjusted revenue per click, ARPC, to account for advertising costs. That's conversion versus click conversion overclick minus CPC. Oh, that's interesting. Again, Corey Henke goes, your metric needs a manual. 
I agree. I was literally like, wait, what is that again? Then we have Andy responding to question one saying, reach over impression, share frequency, CTR, time on site and return visitors, stick, return visitors, so stickiness and the holy grail, LTV, lifetime value, too many focus on immediate ROAS and same session conversion rates and not enough on content and consumer journeys, build tribes instead, instead of selling products, build tribes instead of selling products that should be on a t-shirt and sorry andy i might have to steal that anyway dominic ken gun those then goes as a newbie to ppc i'd assume the same as organic cost per genuine lead how that is calculated may differ by definition of lead in general i see cost per click but rarely is a keyword spent over rate correlated with what it's worth to a business and that is the importance of Veronica's talk as PPC Live. Knowing how a keyword spend or rate is correlated with what it's worth to a business. Very, very well said there. We have Julia Vice as well responded to question one saying conversions, obviously, but based on a lot consumer a lot of consumer behavior changes, I'm keeping a pretty close eye on click volume. Zero click is here in the form of voice answers and TikTok videos. So shaping traffic has become very interesting. Fraser Andrews goes really interesting to see how click volume has changed since Pmax came to town. Well, and CTR, Julia Vice responds with impression volume suddenly being assumed, being measured on video and display together the metric is just a gdm mess but we do love our traffic yeah fraser goes mess is pmax in a nutshell mess ah google we then have fraser giving his answer to question once in ecom wise roas remains super important particularly with the impending recession in the uk rereading ppc kirk's book the other day and reminded of the importance of context with attribution so love specific ga behavioral metrics at the moment Dwayne goes is the uk not in recession yet seems like the uk is taking longer to hit that mark than other countries i believe it's expected to be announced by the end of the year that made it sound like an awful film release <laughs> but cost of living has soared so high that consumers and just everyone in general is living in a recession in all but name yeah Dwayne goes that makes sense we have been in one for many months now in North America I know Australia is thinking they might not see one though no one can call this stuff so yeah recession scares there Julia then goes to answer question one saying conversions of course the cost per conversion is always something I'm watching CPCs have also been requiring closer attention lately Ashton Clark for conversion focused campaigns CPA and conversion rates for awareness or engagement focused campaigns CPM and CTR I also think impression share metrics are really important to understand how competitive your ads actually are and we got Lawrence responding to question one saying, just got off a call, so a little late, but conversions are what drive revenue and keep the lights on and people employed at companies. So that is the top metrics metric by far. Cost to get conversion, CPCs and volumes are also important metrics to be tracking B2B and b to see sam digital sam i am response to question one saying i don't think this has changed a whole bunch over the years one net present profit or contribution margin two mer so media engagement ratio or media efficiency ratio that one is or quick ratio or aov or ppl or cac or cvr 
PPL one I'm not aware of, but cost per, per acquired customer is CAC. Conversion rate is CVR. AOV is average order value. Then three, in-platform metrics, ROAS, so return on ad spend, CPC, cost per click, CTR, cost per cost click-through rate even, and um, cost per impression, all of which are evaluated relative to forecast. Again, there is a resources page where all those acronyms, some of which I got a little bit befuddled by, are are written down and explained and, you know, what's, well, written in their short and long form. I didn't quite explain what all of them are because I'm like, that was another whole load of work. So yeah, go to officialppcchat.com under the resources section. You'll get where the list of acronyms and their meanings are. Steve Hammer responds to question one saying conversion value, even in leads, feeding back different values for qualification is way more important than raw numbers. Dwayne Brown, good questions. When I think e-com and DTC, lots you can look at. In-platform CPA, ROAS and conversion rate. Outside platform store revenue and product sales or sell through. And then Kirk, when he responded about saying, you know, especially with privacy and the privacy changes that make actual path attribution even more difficult. Attribution has arguably been difficult. Engagement metrics will increase in importance. Honestly, I think Sam responds, attribution is a fundamentally unsolvable problem. At best, we're a little less wrong, which is a good thing. But I think we need to take a step back and ensure the ship is going in the right direction versus seeing how high the waves are. Ah, and Julia Vice goes, yeah, I'm constantly using my coffee analogy for this. We can make pretty good guesses, but at the end of the day, it's traffic to customer to unknowable mojo to sales. <laughs> and Julia goes, attribution for digital has been sold as being much better than it ever was. So expectations from clients and stakeholders need to be adjusted with what's coming to further fuzzy up the numbers. Sam goes, honestly, I think it's better than it was. DDA is a good step away from last click or worst last paid click but you have to know the flaws of dda so that's data-driven attribution plus defend against them phrase andrew goes i guess from a manager to client perspective is just about transparency on comms and making them aware a what model you're following b why that is and see how there will always be discrepancies always fun to discuss and sam goes there's no perfect solution there's no right solution there's just a least wrong solution least wrong solution fraser goes sums up google in so many ways yeah least wrong solution we need we deserve better than least strong anyway we then have judy taking us on to question two saying have the metrics that you track and or rely on changed in the past two years if so how julia vice responds to that saying that yes and no the fundamentals are still there we're just agreeing that our standard kpis aren't as knife edged as we like My restaurant clients need to sell once I get them to the door. My public sector clients need to offer services people need no matter what. And then we have Corey Henke respond says, yeah, 100%. We've seen engagement and creative metrics continue to grow, especially as new platforms and placements are introduced, reworking the user experience. Jesse Semchuk replies saying that we sound like old timers in here, um, but you're right. The amount of creative rotation required to keep engagement high on disparate platform requires insane speed. And Julia Vice goes, yeah, and investment. Who can afford all this? Digital has become a mature ecosystem, which means that the path to quick and scalable success 
look much different than they did even three years ago. Did we have any more replies to that? It looks like not. So yeah, we'll continue with Dwayne Brown's answer to question two, saying for paid social, a lot more people look at media efficiency ratio. Thank you, Dwayne. It's a nice thing to look at. However, if I don't see any Google Analytics sell, but someone is just talking about MAR, I call their bluff. If Facebook ads are so good, GA sales will show. Lechi replies, Lechi goes, have you used triple whale yet? Is that a sales pitch he's trying to do? Let's say we used, we used to use it and got rid of it. Nice idea until MER doesn't tell the story and how they want to sell the tool. These tools want to say they solve attribution and iOS 14.5. And that is not true. Tons of Google Analytics data one can get with a well set up account even triple well dashboard is super clean user-friendly ga confuses the f out of me ah thank you for the sales pitch lady and then yeah we've got steve hammer replying where julie had said attribution for digital has been sold as much better than it ever was steve goes this is a big problem the view we have is better than a lot of channels what's the roi of that billboard but it's not perfect or absolute we need to stop pretending we are an oracle. We are so not. Fraser Andrews then gives another answer to question two. I believe this is the second one saying other than the direct amount of data available around search queries, which has and will forever be something I'll fight Google for. I find myself questioning impression share more and relying on multiple auction insights points. So spy foo for one and yeah, I was going to say on PPC chat. No, but that's just PPC chat as the tag on it. We have Tim Halloran. Hey, Tim, responding to question two, saying for the life of me, I couldn't find search impression share a few days ago. Looked everywhere. That was annoying. It was called something else. I don't remember. I had to Google it. Yeah. Search impression share is one of the first things I look at. Jesse responds, planning for growth without owning your boff is a fool's errand. Errand. Planning for growth without owning your bottom of funnel is a fool's errand. Interesting. Ashton Clark responds to question two, saying not as much on search, but on social, we have a heavier emphasis on CPM, CTR, CPC, and engagement, shares, likes, etc. Now, because of the, the iOS update last year and having less insight into conversions. Steve Hammer responds, I'm doing a lot more post-click work now than I used to. Linear attribution models that take into account the multiple visits that I can see. I also monitor for things that look too good. 25% CTR on non-brand. Yeah, that is BS. <laughs> and then we have Sam responding to question two, saying, I think there's some history. Doesn't repeat itself, but it certainly does rhyme action going on, but there's also more accessibility, availability, plus optionality for marketers in measuring effectiveness than ever before. Julie responds to question two, saying the metrics that indicate competitiveness have gotten more importance. The digital ad landscape has gotten crowded, that's all caps, and um, it takes more than just deciding you want to play on platform X to find success there. And then we have Steve Hammer responding to question two again, saying, I'm also finding that external tools are becoming more important to monitor, even with their limitations for some of the data we've lost or can't see. Oh, interesting. Julian takes us on to question three, saying, what metrics do clients or stakeholders holders care about or ask about the most? Oh God, CPCs. It went up by 5p. Yeah, get over it. It's not even about the metrics. It's how often that they ask about it. So yeah. 
Chris Response Impression Share always seems to be the one that eyes are drawn to and are dwelt on in meetings. And yes, that's why there's even Impression Share bidding that we have got. We've got then Julia Vice responded to question three saying it really about it's really about clicks and traffic. So much of what I do is post visit, repeat visits and measuring awareness media that we really talk about traffic and behavior more than anything else. Tim Halloran responds CAC, CPA, COSPA, MQL, so marketing qualified lead and ROAS. Fraser Andrews responds revenue. Interestingly, though in a number of cases we've seen clients row ROAS targets drop to more profitability levels rather than dream ROAS goals, technical terms, likely again as a result of the downturn in the economy. Lawrence responds to question three saying revenue leads calls are the ones they ask about the most. That being said, the questions after those are about how we can improve those and that is where the work is. Landing page conversion at CTRs and other metrics that are incredibly important as well. Julie then goes on to question, answers question three herself saying conversion rate and cost per conversions are big one. Base traffic levels two, impressions and clicks. Dwayne responds to question three saying same as answer one. And he's in his answer to question one, he goes, when I think e-com and DTC lots, you can look at in-platform CPA, ROAS and conversion rate outside platform store revenue and product sales or sell through so yeah so he goes some ask about traffic and we try to explain why that is not a metric and absolutely i love that ashton clark responds to question three saying cpa is a big one as well as clicks in impressions and impressions we also get a lot of indirect questions related to impression share like how much room does this campaign have to grow if we added budget or what is our presence like in this region just ask about impression share Fraser Andrews response to that saying almost sounds like a PPC cliche, but there's been countless times where clients just want impression share data on one competitor, regardless of profitability. And you spend ages reining them back into KPIs rather than catty comparisons. Ashton goes hundred percent. I've definitely had my fair share of clients that had to be reined in so that they aren't focused on super niche metrics or anything. Jesse Semchuk responds saying, what if we turned the dial to get the right, could get the right ROAS with more budget? Well, budget. Oh God, that sounds like someone who's been advised by Google. Dougar Thomas joins late, but he answers question one saying the best metrics are always end level KPIs tracked across all sources and doing media mix modeling to do attribution. Single channel cost per KPI are murky at best. Juliana takes us on to question four saying, I know you all will have thoughts on this one. What is the most overrated PPC metric in your opinion quality score quality score quality score cpc sometimes but quality score quality score quality scores guys stop focusing and being all hung up on quality score being at four if the cost per acquisition is at a good as at the level that you want it to be if it's within target anyway Corey Kohler responds to question four saying, what is the most overrated PPC metric in our, your opinion? CPC gets brought up on Twitter and with clients way too much when it's the TCPA and T rowers we should be focused on. Kurt replies, reminds me of clients asking about bounce rate. I've seen that rear its head against re- again recently. Focus on your key metrics, CPA, TCPA, T rowers etc. And what is important? 
Ashna response to a response as well saying I'm not willing to fix the bounce rate they asked about absolutely because bounce rate is about fixing the landing page and you're like trying to say oh yeah it could get better it's not about the keywords it's about your landing page and they don't change anything on the landing page Alex PX responds to question forcing impression share if there's a goal CPL or ROAS you can't have both worlds especially in low volume yes with low money we had that with a client which was pretty much as close to have stopped working with them when they keep going we are working and we want to work on the cpa target oh by the way but impressions is really bad so we need to be increasing cpcs and showing all the time oh god give me a headache julia vice response to question forcing impression share shut up hitting an impression share is not a realistic kpi for a program it's a perfectly good budget tool and an acceptable view of the market but that's for planning not a target in my opinion mike ryan goes agreed frequently misunderstood and in the context of auction insights metrics it's probably my least favorite in shopping auctions i definitely prefer both overlap and outranking in search i'd have to think about that julia vice goes it answers a very specific question how much headroom is there in terms of ad spend which is great super helpful not helpful to set an impression share target revenue makes more sense Derek goes devil's advocate if a keyword a is the top performing campaign in an account and has an impression share of 10 isn't that a good indicator we should reallocate budget from lesser performing keywords to keyword a I don't think anyone responded to that. Greg goes, clients all the time say, whoa, competitor has a high impression share on our brand keywords. They must be spending a ton of money, completely forgetting that it's free to show up 100% of the time if no one is clicking your ad. <laughs> Riley goes, agreed. It's useful to know, but often misunderstood and definitely definitely not a metric to optimize for. And that's only response to Julia Vice going, impression share, shut up. <laughs> and more even john kagan responds to question one john get in here early sweet on only 35 37 minutes late this week metrics vary the bread and butter or foot in the door goes to ctr and cpc for the surface level but i will ignore ctr any day for revenue sales over leads and cpa cpc i can't ignore even when i should Dogar Thomas responds to question three saying digital marketers have finally trained client side folks to think about all those silly metrics like CTR, CPC, etc. All these things that are metrics, but obviously not key metrics, but they are what people ask about because they don't want to seem out of touch. Ashton Clark responds to question four with one optimization score. Oh God, that's not a metric. But yeah, more of a hilarious joke than a metric. Julia Vice goes, <laughs> Lawrence goes, LOL. Yes, I was thinking about the actual metric that matter. And this totally ignored this one. And just totally ignored this one. Haha, <laughs> same. I wasn't sure if this would even count. Ooh, we should not count. What does Gug go with his one? Yeah, you win this one. Everybody is like, yeah, that's the most useless metric. It's not a metric. We then have Lawrence Chase responding to question four saying probably impression share with the changes to match types, especially not everyone who searches for something is a good potential lead or customer quality matters more than volume quality matters. And we have Fraser Andrews responding to a question four saying, I'm going to come out and say it. Clicks, specifically non-contextual clicks without CTR, revenue, leads, etc. Pure volume is a bit of a vanity metric bang on the onslaught 
I honestly think that history it's right. You know, clicks make sense when we're talking about CTR revenue leads. You know, if it's just clicks for the sake of clicks, absolutely annoying. And Ashton goes totally agree. If clicks alone were a top priority, then I would just turn every keyword to broad match and never add negatives. Absolutely. We were, I was in working in for a company that did recruitment advertising specifically. And somebody had said, I don't even think that person was still working at the company by the time I joined, but I heard of the story of a guy who was like, let's just bid on Lady Gaga. You know, that gets a lot of views, you know, and you know, that might get a lot of clicks. And I'm like, Lady Gaga, what does Lady Gaga have to do with recruitment? That's someone that definitely did not get it. Julie responds to question four saying, I'm going to say ROAS, hear me out. (laughs) The way most people figure it as sales figure it is sales or ad cost but the same ROAS for a company with a 5% profit margin and a 40% profit margin should have different meanings they also don't include PPC management fees into it Fraser goes interesting my main gripe with ROAS as you mentioned it differs on a product level so for big e-com brands breaking various ROAS targets targets can be a faff Dog goes, yes, 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 really all cost per data in the platform should have management fees and or retainers built in. When I did SEO, it was very interesting to treat it like an advertising channel and calculate CPA on a month to month basis. It sure wasn't free traffic. And um, Dogar Thomas as well responds to question four saying, the thing that I'm most having to defend is CPCs. So many campaigns see a jump on cpcs yeah so many campaigns see a jump in cpc correlating with increase in real business impact with a new agency but because it's a metric with a dollar sign on it and we've preached digital is so much less expensive yeah they complain about it and julia goes yes and digital was cheaper because not everyone was playing there now so many more and it's more expensive to advertise now so many more are and it's more expensive to advertise. So yes, CPCs will always go up and down. Just don't panic. We then have Dwayne Brown responded to question four saying quality score and optimization score are just awful metrics for 99% of brands out there. Absolutely, 99.9, I'd say. And then I think because Ashton Clark was the first to say they really got inspired by the whole optimization score thing. So Sam responds to question four as well saying optimization score, add strength, CTR over CPC or CTR or CPC, robust. There's plenty of others that can be useful, but at the end of the day, Goodhart's law applies. When a metric becomes a target, it ceases to be a good metric. Ah, that's interesting. Julie then takes us on to question five. What is the most underrated PPC metric in your opinion? Interesting. What are people saying? John Kagan, going to say it either... A tie between CPC and time of day or location based specific performance, which I demand we call metric. We have Dwayne Brown responding saying for e-com and DTC brands conversion rate post click. You cannot fix a problem if you don't know where it is. Absolutely correct. We have Ashton Clark responding to question five saying personally, I really like impression impression share absolute top percentage and impression top percentage in Google ads. Not necessarily something that we optimize towards, but it's helpful to know how high up on the page your ads are showing and if it might be contributing to an increase in CTR clicks or an increase in CPCs. Definitely. 
in that terms. Julia Vice goes to answer question five saying, I don't know about underrated, but conversion rate, whether foot traffic or site engagement, we want the traffic to we drive to be as quality as possible. And we have Julie herself responding to question five saying auction insights. I'm a huge believer in having a sense of what a potential customer is likely to see in their searching journey. Auction insights lets me know who to visit and monitor so I can see what they offer, how positioned, etc. Julie Vice goes in one of my bigger programs. There are literally no one domains in our auctions. It's a wasteland. We own the space. So our focus is on quality of offerings. So unlike other programs, Lawrence responds to that saying, my clients love these reports as well. Sometimes our, your brands can find competitors they did not know existed yet. Also, that can be an eye opener. Julia Vice goes, it's a main report for a retail client of mine. We look at impression share and the auction monthly. We then have Jesse responding to question five saying, if you're running a lot of YouTube view rate, view rate is underrated. Julia Vice goes, it's a main KPI for us. So important. So yeah, if you're doing YouTube, make sure you're looking at view rate as well. And in response about auction insights, Lawrence goes, I was typing this. I saw you already posted it and you worded it better. So here is mine as well. And that's when Julie had said, I'm a huge believer in having a sense of what a potential customer is likely to see in their searching journey. Auction insights lets me know who to visit and monitor so I can see what they offer and how it's positioned. And when Julie talked about auction insights, so that answer I just gave, Julia Vice responds, in one of my bigger programs, there are literally no other domains in our auctions. It's a wasteland. We own the space. So our focus is on quality of offerings. So unlike other programs, that must be very interesting. Julie goes, competitors are such a gold mine for landing page messaging and testing as well as ad copy testing. Julia Vice goes, it's a trip. We do other things to measure engagement and we have to set an acceptable threshold of background noise. People don't like the bill they have to pay, but we have to communicate either way. So it's a line to walk. And yeah, continues to talk about auction insights. Lawrence goes, my clients love these reports as well. So yeah, the auctions insight, and especially when Julia Vice had said that they have no competitors. So yeah, it's all about the quality of the offering. Lawrence goes, my clients love this report. Sometimes your brands can find competitors they did not know existed yet. Also, that can be an eye opener. Julia goes, I have found over the years that when I ask a client for a list of their competitors, they often only hit, hit 50% of who their digital competitors are. So yes, Auction Insight can be really good insight into the, the competitors you didn't even know that you have. So on that very lovely note, I am going to bring this chat to a close. Yeah, I hope you've learned a lot. We've got some, yeah, more answers on the Twitter vine, but yeah, I'll go check them out. Those are my favorite from the expert that we know and love. And yeah, I hope you found this take, uh, this chat takeaway, <clears throat> this great takeaways from this chat. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to continue this conversation, please join us on Twitter Spaces on Thursday at the, about the same time, so 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. GMT or British Summer Time, although that's coming to an end. Uh, for any feedback about the podcast or even some corrections on anything that has been shared, do get in touch with me 
On Twitter, my DMs are open on my handle, The Marketing Anu, or on LinkedIn. We have a PPC Chat Roundup group there as well on LinkedIn. So yeah, just go to PPC, just look for PPC Chat Roundup podcast. And we'd love to have you there to share your thoughts. It'll also be great for any longstanding members or short-term members who have listened to the podcast for at least 30 seconds to give a rating or a review. So yeah, just go to linktree.com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup. So that's L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E dot com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup. Again, we have got the amazing Crystal Carter of Wix. We've got Veronica Ramore, who's a first time speaker talking about metrics and the way clients and agencies, agencies should be talking about metrics with each other so that they're focusing on the same goals on mutual goals. We've also got Chris Ridley, who's usually a very key member of our PPC chat online community and a second time speaker and the amazing Rand Fishkin, who will be doing a virtual Q&A session with us on the 29th of September at the Shard. If you want your ticket to that, just go to bit.ly forward slash PPC live UK SEPT 22. And finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week.